I am in awe of this passage, and I think it is one of those that we could spend a lifetime on, but we will just spend a few minutes today. This is Matthew 25. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory, and all the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. And the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, uh, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? The king will answer them, truly, I tell you, just as you did it to the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, you that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels, for I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me naked and you did not give me clothing sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, uh, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And those will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Um, as we unpack this passage and sort of think about it, I just want to point out to you what we talked about Wednesday was that the question is, which group was surprised at what Jesus, then the Son of Man, and all His glory told them? And the answer is not which one, but both. Both were surprised. If you can imagine the goats or the person who doesn't really see the person in need and doesn't really think they have something to do, because really, as Americans, isn't our job to separate ourselves and to not be in need. We want to be autonomous, independent people who don't have needs. And you have made it when you don't have to ask for help for anybody. That's where the goats were. They didn't need to ask anybody's help. And the goal was to separate themselves and live in a neighborhood that wasn't one of those neighborhoods. And they made it. My neighborhood has all sorts of restrictions about grass, but I don't have to worry about dealing with 
the people in that who couldn't be there. My neighborhood, people drive in, open their garage doors, and close it. And true trees fall down this week, and um, I was thinking about what I was going to do. They were the big, you know, Leland Cypress's trees, and I had neighbors, three neighbors showed up, and they chopped them up, and we hauled them. Fortunately, not having anybody in my backyard, I have that common area, so you just take trees and trash and stuff and throw it back there. Nobody will see. I didn't expect that. They were neighbors, and I didn't know I had neighbors. I thought I just had people who drove into their garages and closed their doors. That's our goal, is to separate ourselves so that that's not our responsibility. Because the struggle, struggle in life is to try and figure out appropriate responsibility. Where am I responsible and where am I not? And some people are too responsible and some people are too irresponsible. And both, most of the time, we are one or the other. It just depends on the day. But the other group that was surprised was the sheep. Because the sheep were saying, nah, that wasn't you. When they walked up on the guy that was sick, they said, Bob, what's wrong? That was Bob. It was Mary that was in prison. That wasn't you. What are you talking about? When you did it to the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Now for the goat, there were least of these because there were most. There was people who had the mostest and there were people who had the leastest. And they were like, but we didn't know that was you. We had always heard what would Jesus do and we thought that meant be nice and moral and go to synagogue. You're the one we're supposed to role model, not the one who failed we didn't know that was you and the sheep were like that wasn't you because that was just Bob and Mary and they knew them so don't confuse the sheep as being charitable they weren't charitable they just cared for folks and they had a clear sense of what their power was and what it wasn't I mean, the person's in prison, they don't get them out, they can visit them. Because that's what they could do. So don't think you've got to save people. You're not the savior. That job's taken, so quit trying to be it. They just said, that's you. So what does that look like for us? I want to tell you that I'm very proud to be part of this congregation because the, the team that I worked with yesterday, and, and team is really the mindset, because the goats had an us and them, the us that don't have needs, and the them. And a lot of that message today, and it's a very popular message, is that if you come to church and pray, you won't ever be in need. Good luck with that. The one of, the, one of the chief characteristics, bless our hearts, in this church is that we know loss. We remember that loss in our prayer garden. The tragedies that you don't think are imaginable we've experienced, and thanks be to God, others showed up so that we weren't alone. There are wrecks that come from nowhere. There are challenges. 
but recognizing what we can do, that's being the sheep. So I got to work with a good group of, um, as you know, Nate, uh, my kids uniquely grew up and dadgummit, I taught them to think for themselves and they went and started doing it. Um, <laughs> Nate decided and stood before uh, the band parents and families and said last year we raised $5,000 for 3,000 meal bags and we pitched in us $1,000 to make that work but it was a pretty good return on our investment as a community. Um, well Nate stands up and says hey this year we're going to do 4,000 and raise eight grand and my response wasn't yay but oh, insert whatever word you want to hear. <laughs> so Friday, I, uh, as we were preparing, because they did a lock-in on Saturday, and they spent the night, and we were setting up for the meal packing event, which for those who've seen it, there's soy and rice and beans in the bags. We gave, have given out 7,000 in this community because of our bags and others. And we were, we were getting ready for it, and I had not heard how much money they raised, and I got an email that said, well, we've raised 4000 and we think we can hit five. And apparently there wasn't the concept that this stuff had to be prepaid, because it's been sitting down here for a while. And I just looked through the rest of my emails. Fortunately, it didn't take long, because an email came back later and said, oh, my bad, we've raised over $8,000. <laughs> It's not so much acting in faith, it's just acting because you have no other choice, especially when it's your kid. And, um, so we got there, a group of us and a, and a group of the leadership team of the band and set up. And we're setting up and, and you, you've seen the lines, you know, it's, a, it's an assembly system. We, along with some other groups, did uh, 100 people and we packed 3,000 bags in an hour. So that's kind of what we're getting ready for. And they're pouring out the rice and they said, um, this rice has bugs in it. What do you mean by bugs? <laughs> so being the pragmatist, I'm thinking, protein. <laughs> so this is 62 50-pound bags. This is 3,000 pounds of rice. And so our Macklin group, along with a couple of the high schoolers, got together and we did some research and found out you, you can't really serve it with bugs. <laughs> to my disappointment. And so while a group, there's a, I don't know if the high school needs to know it, but there's 3,000 more pounds in their trash bin than there was before, that the truck may have a surprise. Uh, we loaded up, got pickup trucks, and we went down and picked up 3,000 pounds of rice and brought it back and set it up. And we're ready as the kids got there. And last night, they packed 4,350 bags. And I got a call uh, from a group, connection to a group that's going to do a meal packing event, um, Nationwide Media. has got one coming up in December. And they're going to do probably 1,000, maybe 1,500 bags. And they said, you know what, you're doing so cool, we want to give you those bags. And we already have a donation like that. So because of Cool Breeds Cool, 
we'll got 7,000 bags for our community. Now, it could have fallen apart if we'd have waited till seven and saw there were bugs in the rice and nobody else saw protein. It would have been different. But it worked okay. And it got done. And it was a hill on the journey, but fortunately we weren't alone. We went through it together. And that's what the leadership level the, the kids learned. And so what's going to happen on Thursday, if you're free on Thursday between 10.30 and 12.30 at Hollydale Elementary, we picked up a new school and our connection with Compton, they're going to, the kids, the high school band, probably 25 at each school are going to go in there, have lunch with the kids and give out the bags. And to go and not do anything, but just to see it is as bad as high on the level of cool as you're going to get. Um... And that's not a yay for us. It's rice and beans. So it ain't like we're giving something in a gift bag. This is not toys for Christmas. This is what everybody ought to have who wants it. And the Compton kids have seen it enough. So of the 500 students, probably half will take it and want two bags or more. So we'll give out five to 700 bags to 500 kids and some of them just won't want it. And that's cool. Uh, and in the United States, 40% of the food in the United States gets thrown away. So not all these bags are going to get eaten. But we're hitting, and it, and it certainly doesn't compare to what the schools are doing, because they're feeding the kids every day. So let's be clear. Don't get too excited, other than this is within our wheelhouse. It's a simple science of those 80 kids last night packed over 4,000 bags in a little over an hour. Felt longer. And we set that up and made that happen, building off the energy that they already had. There's plenty of energy out there. There's plenty of an ability. The ability to make the, meet the needs of our community is infinite because it turns down, and, and counting them by bag just depends because you'll see different groups that'll count them as six meals per bag. And if that's the case, we did 25,000 last night, but I, one bag is one bag. And it helps when you add salsa or chicken to it but it at least puts in there a dignity. And we certainly are gonna keep partnering with Sweetwater, but you don't have to go in there and say you're hungry to get this bag to your house, so this is an important part of meeting that need. But I just wanna tell you, it was really cool to see how, as Carrie and I reflected on it this morning, we said Macklin showed up, and the people who worked it worked and got it done. And that's not just true with that. I, I was really proud of you as I, watch with our friend Jack and family, not knowing what to do, you showed up and showed your support. And you just gotta show up and deal with whatever problems come along the way. Um, but the connection is the important thing. And I'll just give you one brief example of what I've seen. Um, in our grief share group, which has grown too large and we're trying to get other churches to start one, there's a kid in there whose mom died and he comes with his grandmother and he's in third grade at Compton. God has put that child in our path. We can't fix the world's problem, but we certainly are not going to let him go by the wayside. God's put these other kids in our path. God's put this potential to make a difference or to empower people who want to make a difference in our path. And it looks like all the ways you mentioned. 
It doesn't matter what's your thing. Just find a thing. Because the sheep got to experience connection. Can you imagine what it was like to be a goat to be that lonely and thinking you had arrived on your journey and it closed out the rest of the world? You've been given an opportunity and we've been given an opportunity together. I don't know what it looks like. It doesn't matter. But anytime, and I can tell you this is what I learned from Haiti, what I received was, if you're a church, you feed people. And all this talk about what you're going to do, this and that, I tell the people in the presbytery, if you're debating your mission statement, you look at my friend William, no child hungry. That's a great goal. And I got to tell you, the band came up with marching out hunger, and that's a great goal. And whatever your goal is, try and sum it up in three words and then just go and do it. At the end of the day, if there's people who were lonely that aren't lonely, look at this passage. If there are people without coats and you got them a coat, good job. Go to bed and relax. If there are people who were lonely and you visited them, good job. Relax. And if you can get together and throw a big party that involves 90 band kids... Good job. And even if you couldn't, no, we did it. Take credit. You know, you do it for college football. They didn't win, you watch. And sometimes in the church, if there's a win, celebrate it. Because it's cool. And then other people, like this firm in Atlanta, we're going to want to be a part of your party. And I hate to be stereotypical and overuse a word, but that's cool. And you know what else it is, Garrett? It's awesome. <laughs> Let's pray. God, we take ourselves too seriously, and we keep trying to separate from pain and whatever challenges there are when our challenges are our opportunities. And God, it's not our opportunities to build a team, because when we face a challenge together, then we have real relationship. So help us. Day by day by day. To know what it's like to be the sheep and just see Bob and Lisa and Mary and Shaquan and Tanisha and whoever else you put in our way. And to know the joy of your kingdom because we're tired of the otherwise. Help us to help out and trust that whatever we can give, as long as we get the bugs out, that's enough. We have come seeking to be people of your kingdom. That's why we have gathered and that's why we lift our voices praying as we were taught, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, and deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, glory forever.